to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, formerly of Cultivating the Lovely, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. Basically, life is messy, and here we learn to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together, and just to get us started, I'll go first, and today I am going to walk you through one of my favorite subjects, planning. You guys... You know I'm planning obsessed. You know that this is a big part of how I operate, how I got through the stress of the last few years, but even before that, I've always been a big planner because I think if you think through things in advance, it gives you more freedom in the moment to be able to enjoy what you're doing and not have as many last minute decisions and just be able to have the freedom within the plan to work your life. Especially when you're managing a lot of different people and activities and all that kind of thing. So we are going to walk through a basic summer plan today. All the steps that you can walk through to really get a good grip on your summer. And then be able to actually enjoy your summer. And I also do want to mention that everything that I am talking about here today on this episode. We are actually going into much more depth on in Patreon. So if you want live videos about each of these different topics that I am going to cover today, if you want the community aspect of everyone sharing how they are planning everything, if you want a Trello board that is all about putting together all of your summer plans and getting everything underway, then I would love to have you come over and join us in Patreon at patreon.com slash live well together. That is a big focus over about the next month as we are doing things because it's something that I I do every year heading into summer, especially as a work at home mom. It's really important that I have a good grasp on what everybody needs to be doing during the day so that I can actually, you know, get my work done. But as I started bringing the content back to Patreon, I also had this huge outcry from everyone like, hey, this is the kind of content that we really love from you. And I was like, really? Like, I thought you guys were kind of sick of me talking about planning, but I guess you're not because. As I have realized, and a lot of the patrons have realized, that even when you get a really good grip on your planning, we all go through such different seasons, everything is continually changing, that you need that recheck. You need the recharge and the ability to go back and reassess things and figure out what you're doing in each individual season. So it's helpful to just continuously be talking about different kinds of planning that we can have in our life, especially before big things change. I think like coming into summer or going back to school. So you're going to see a lot of that sort of planning and prepping content over this spring, summer, and early fall. So if you want to be a part of that, you want to get a good grip on your life so that you can live well anyway, even when things are messy and chaotic and hard or whatever it is you're facing in your life, that is a lot of what we are going to be doing in Patreon, and we would love to have you come be a part of it. Meet all the other ladies who are big fans of the show and have really become friends of mine. It's such a fun community to be a part of and we would love to have you join us so come over to patreon.com slash live well together but without 
further ado, let's get started with our summer planning. Okay, so I have some big kind of major pieces that I think are really important as you are trying to get a good grip on your summer so that you can relax and you can enjoy yourself. And so I am going to highlight some of those for you today, and hopefully this will help you to have just a less stressful, less in the moment trying to figure stuff out kind of summer. Okay, the very first thing that I think we all need to do as we're heading into any new sort of season is a brain dump. Now, I think it's helpful to do a brain dump every so often, just especially if it's a time of your life where you're feeling overwhelmed or there are too many things that you're trying to keep track of in your mind. Any of those times are just it's a helpful idea to just get everything that's on your mind down on paper. But for some people, when you say, just put everything in your mind down on paper, that feels overwhelming in and of itself. So let me give you a little bit more direction about what you can be putting down on a brain dump. Now, when I'm doing a brain dump, I typically like to grab just like scratch pieces of paper, sometimes post-it notes, but a lot of times those aren't quite big enough. But it helps me if I can get something that I don't feel like I'm trying to necessarily hang on to. I am just making sure that I have everything written down. And then if I want to make prettier lists from that brain dump later on, I can do that. This is just kind of the bleh. It's all of the different things. And so some of the things that I would segment off and put on a specific summer brain dump would be bucket list. Now, this can be things that you want to do this summer. It can be things that your family wants to do this summer. You might even talk with your friends about what do we all want to come together and do this summer. I mean, I know in years past, we've ended up everyone getting together and doing Thursday night dinners together because by Thursday, everybody was burned out on cooking and it was just a great night for us all to be able to pitch in together and not have the stress all on our shoulders and get to hang out with our friends. And there have been other other times where we wanted to make sure we went to the lake with certain people or the pool or whatever. So the bucket list is where you can kind of pool a lot of different people's opinions. You can put down everything that everybody's dreaming about, and then you can pick and choose what is actually reasonable for you guys to be able to do later on. That is not the point of this step. The point of the bucket list is just getting it all down on paper. So you're not trying to remember it. Other people aren't trying to remember it, you have this resource to be able to go back and look at. So you're not using the energy in your own brain to try to hold on to everything. Another part of a brain dump that I think is really helpful is a to-do list. So any sort of project, any sort of anything that you feel like you want to make sure you get done this summer, you're going to put on the to-do list part of it. So if they are projects around the house, you're needing to do organization, things you want to be doing in the yard, any of those kinds kinds of things you're going to want to put on the to-do list. And as I mentioned, this isn't figuring out yet how you're going to get all that done or when you're going to get all of that done. It's just making sure that you have the list to be able to work from so that later on when you are creating the plan, you can make sure you don't forget any of those things and you fit them into a place in your life, in your summer, that you will actually be able to accomplish them. Next, I want you to sort of start thinking about your routines and the kinds of things that you want to have in place this summer. Now, you're not actually creating the routine yet. You're just jotting down all the ideas for things 
things that you want to have in your different routines throughout the day. So this can be your mornings, your evenings, how things are going to flow with the kids during the day. Don't figure out the order. Don't figure all of that out, but just put in there things that you want to be routine for everyone. Is there something specific that you would like to see happen in your mornings? I know for me, the mornings are a little bit different in the summer. I actually enjoy them, I think, a little bit more than I do in the winter. I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the light and the temperature and my back patio. I like to be able to go out there and sip my coffee, even for just a few minutes, maybe do a little bit of reading, listening to music, anything like that to get my day started in a different way in the summer, especially because I'm a work from home mom. And when my kids are home in the summer, it's a lot more difficult to get my work done. And so I do have to structure my mornings differently. And I have to structure that time where I'm making sure that I myself feel taken care of differently. And so I start putting all of that sort of thing into my summer brain dump. Now it may look different than it has in other years. Different things may speak to me as feeling nourishing for my soul than they did last year. And that is totally okay. Don't think that just because you did something one year, you have to do it the next. You really get to think anew. Think afresh of all the things that you want to have in your life as you are moving into this brand new summer. Your evenings will probably look different too. They will definitely look different than they did during the school year. I mean, we've got our kids probably up a little bit later than they are during the school year. So that adds things into the mix. You may not be getting that same sort of evening time to yourself or with your significant other that you normally would. All of those things play a part. And so as you're creating this brain dump, think about the things that really matter to you and the things that you would like to see happen. If there are certain learning goals that you have for your kids or you want to make sure that they're reading every day or you want to make sure that they are getting certain chores done, you don't have to figure out all the specifics right now, but put them all down on paper so that you have that well to be able to draw from as you're doing your planning later on. Hey, you guys, I want to talk with you today about one of my very favorite new products that I have been using for about a month now, and it is literally revolutionizing my sleep. I can't get over what a difference my gravity blanket is making. I recently featured it in one of my five Friday favorites all about de-stressing and the products and things that I'm using in my everyday life to be battling stress. And this one is at the top of the list. It makes such a difference in my sleep. And I love that the Gravity Blankets brand is kind of the original. They're the ones who have done all of the research and figured all of the things out to make the best product on the market. They have the top rated weighted blanket that helps you fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, and it's the only blanket proven to improve sleep quality with 78% of people reporting better night's sleep when using Gravity, and I am one of those people. I literally get underneath it at night and it feels like the stress just melts away. Even if I am kind of awake and feeling like, "Mm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to fall asleep very quickly tonight. I get under that thing and I am lights out because it promotes a deeper, more restorative sleep by decreasing your body's production of stress hormones, which holy cow, do I need that. And Gravity has so many great options. Their blankets are now available in a special technical cooling fabric, as well as 100% cotton for summer, so you can use them year round. They have other incredible products that help you reduce your stress and help your sleep, like weighted eye masks and weighted robes designed to give you the perfect night's rest. And for the month of May, they're donating $10 
$1,000 for every blanket sold to the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation for Mental Health Month. Gravity Blanket is the only weighted blanket scientifically studied and proven to improve sleep quality and reduce stress. And the one and only Gravity Blanket uses deep touch pressure stimulation and gives you the sensation of being hugged. It is so great. This would make a perfect Father's Day gift. Dads could all use a little bit more rest and relaxation, right? And Gravity Blanket is the ticket. So go to gravityblankets.com and check out the weighted blankets, weighted sleep masks, and weighted robes. Use promo code LIVEWELL to get 20% off your purchase. That's gravityblankets.com and use the code LIVEWELL to get 20% off the blanket that everyone's talking about. Thank you to Gravity Blanket for sponsoring Live Well Anyway. Next is a big one. I think especially in the summer it weighs on us because we have to do it so many different times a day. And that's the food. The food situation in the summer can feel really overwhelming. It's like we never stop feeding these people. And so just starting to jot down some ideas of some different snacks that you can have on hand or some different meals that you like to have in the summer. Don't spend a ton of time on this one on your brain dump because you will have time later on in this process where you are really focusing in on the food situation. But I think this can just be a good place that if you have thought of some things recently or you have some ideas, put them down on your brain dump list so that we'll help in that process later on. Next, think about all the activities that you want to do this summer. This can kind of go hand in hand with that bucket list sort of thing of everybody saying they want to go to the lake and the pool and the park and whatever, but you can also be thinking more specifically about any camps or classes your kids are taking or specific events that you're going to or any trips that you have or you're planning for. Make sure you put them all down so you can Line them all up on the calendars and the time spread and everything as we are moving forward, but just get it all down in one place. Let this be the hub where you are getting everything out. You can also be thinking about what kind of reading you want to be doing, what kind of media you want to be consuming this summer. Put it all down on the summer brain dump. And don't feel like you have to get everything out right now. It's okay if it changes over time. It's okay if you come back to your brain dump later when you've thought of more things and you write them down, this is not a pressured situation. This is helping release that pressure valve a little bit because you don't have to hold on to everything anymore. You have the paper holding on to everything for you. So feel free to be able to come back and forth from this list and continue to add to it as time goes on and as you continue to do your planning. So once you have a really thorough brain dump, and I think that is something that can even take a couple of days or up to a week of you just really making sure that you've all got it down, then you're going to want to actually look at the amount of time that you have this summer. Look at how many weeks your kids have off of school. Start looking at the calendar, things that you already have on your calendar, on your schedule for the summer, and start to look at the amount of time, the amount of weekends, the amount of actual space that you actually have to be able to fit some of these things in. This is where I think a little bit more of the realistic part comes into view. You have the reality check at this point where you've got everything down on your brain dump. You've got that bucket list. You've got all the fun things everybody wants to do. Now you need to start thinking how much of this is actually viable. When can we actually start fitting these things in? 
as you're looking at your time, I want you to think of it on the broader scale of kind of as we've been talking about of the number of weeks, the number of weekends, the actual amount of time off of school your kids have. But I also want you to look at each individual day. And you can even look at the week because sometimes it changes from day to day throughout the week. And you can get that vision of what you can fit in in a whole week, especially as far as routines and those sorts of things go. But as you're looking at an actual day, then start looking at what can realistically be fit into the time frame that I have in a day? Are there certain events that are happening every single day? Like for me, as a single mom, we have an insane number of drop-offs and pickups throughout the week. It's every single day of the week except for the weekend, and twice on Wednesday. Yes, it is that crazy, but that does dictate a certain amount of my time and my day that I have to work around. And so as I am planning for what my routines are going to look like and what I can actually fit in and what I need to do before and after the pickups and drop-offs, that helps me to get just a better grasp on what my time is because I know when I actually am able to see it and know what my parameters are, are, I'm able to make better decisions of what will actually work for those times. Because maybe I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get like all this writing and all this work done before I even get out the house to go do a drop off or a pickup in the morning. But then when I actually look at what does that timing take and what are my kids going to be requiring of me in the morning and how is this all going to work, I can make more realistic decisions. I also like to think of it in terms of my planning for what can really work. I want to hopefully maybe be done with my work day around noon or one o'clock most days so that I can take my kids to the park in the afternoon, or I have that flexibility in my schedule to be able to focus on them and have good times with them. And so in order to do that, I do need to think about, well, how early do I need to wake up in the morning and where can I realistically fit in all of the things that are required of me? I think specifically for working moms, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more in the routine section, but you want to start thinking in terms of how can I bulk work? How can I crack through a whole bunch of different Instagram posts at one time if you have a job like I do? Or how can I have a day or a couple of hours that are being dedicated specifically to all of my written content or planning my next month of content or doing all that kind of thing where you consolidate projects together, whatever that means for your work that makes a really big difference. So now that we have thought through a lot of the time and what kind of availability that we have, I think it's important to move into the next natural step, which is the routines, which we have kind of hit on. And I think it's much more realistic to think of your day and your week in terms of routines than it is in terms of a hard and fast schedule. Now, you can have some times sprinkled throughout. Like I said, I have certain times that just are dictated for me, like our drop-offs and our pickup times. But in general, my my work is going to flow better. We are going to be able to get things done more easily and everybody's going to be able to remember what they're supposed to be doing better if we implement routines. And so for me as a working mom, I feel like this is especially important that I lay out for myself what needs to be done each different day of the week and that I bulk work as many things as I can, that I batch them together so that I'm doing like things at the same time as much 
as I can do that, I think that's very helpful. And it's also helpful to know what kind of routines I can have throughout the day. What does my morning routine for work look like? What do I maybe need to slip in in the evening? How will our evenings flow best? How can my kids have a routine that they can be pretty independent with in the morning so that I am able to work? This is that time where you want to start actually hashing that out. Get out your brain dump. Get all of the things out so far that you've put down on paper and start creating the plan. Actually write down, this is what my morning routine looks like and put the things sequentially in the order that you want to be doing them in so that they just become habit. They just become one after another. This is what I do in the morning and it takes some practice for sure. If you want that kind of accountability that comes with actually acting out the routine, then a great thing to do is get a friend on board. Come join us in Patreon where you can make friends who are doing the same sorts of things. I think that accountability is the most powerful motivator to make this sort of thing happen when you feel like you have to announce to someone else whether you're doing it or not. It's painful, but it actually is really effective. And if you don't have those kind of people in your life, then Patreon is a great place to come to get involved with other women who are really wanting to have that same sort of structure and plan to their life and not structure in a rigid way. Remember, when I am implementing this kind of structure, when I am giving us routines for our summer, it actually allows me more flexibility because I create routines for all the different things that we could be doing. So I create our morning routine, my morning before my kids get up, morning once the kids are up, what they need to be doing, how I get through my work morning each day of the week, what that looks like. But then I kind of have alternate routines that can be put into place. Okay, if we decide to go to the park in the afternoon, this is what that can look like. If we decide to go to the pool, then this is the routine that we follow for that. If we decide to take a day off and go to the lake, well, this is what I need to get the night before. This is how it can work the next morning so that we can get out the door as early as possible and make the most of our day. When I've thought through all of those decisions and all of those things beforehand, and then even more so when I've communicated them to my family, we are so much more successful and actually making those things happen, having them be enjoyable and far less stressful because we all know what's going on and how to get there. It's so much easier when I say, hey, let's go to the park when everybody knows what they need to grab, that certain things are already organized together, which we're going to talk about in a minute, and everybody has their own jobs of what they need to be doing, filling their own individual bags with the things they need, getting their waters, all of that kind of thing when everybody already knows what to do when I say jump, then it makes it enjoyable for everyone to get to go do that. And you want to do it again because there have been times where it's all on me and in the moment I'm trying to remember everything I need. And it's such a stressful situation that I don't want to turn around and do that again the next day or maybe even the next week. But when I have thought through those things, then it just makes it feel like second nature and we're able to move into it and enjoy our time without being stressed about it. 
You guys, we are about to wrap up May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month, and there is no better time, especially as we are sort of coming down to the heels of the pandemic and all the craziness and all of the stress, to find a way to get back on your feet again, get out of survival mode, and help you to clear your brain and just get back on track again. And one of the absolute best ways to do this that I do myself is to get professional counseling, because if there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, then BetterHelp is there to help you get back on track. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, so there's no wait time. You can get right in there and be able to talk to somebody. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. They have a broad range of expertise available, which I think is amazing, so whatever it is you are are specifically facing, they're going to have someone who can help you. And a lot of these specialties are not locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you just log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room dealing with masks and all of that. With traditional therapy, you can do it from the comfort of your own home and on your time. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches as well, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is even available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily from people's lives who are being changed by BetterHelp. For instance, this review about Erin Fisk, it says she's very intuitive and knowledgeable. She was able to explain the pathophysiology of what was going on in a manner of what was understandable for me. You can have this same kind of experience. So visit BetterHelp.com slash LiveWell, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Live Well Anyway listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash LiveWell. So as I kind of mentioned with the routines, I think it's super important to be able to communicate to our families what we are expecting of them. And I think it's really important every summer that we reassess our expectations of our kids because guess what? They are getting older and sometimes in my brain, I get them stuck at the same level for a really long time. And I think they're only capable of certain things when they're actually probably capable of much more than I give them credit for. For instance, my oldest is now 15. He can take on a lot more than I typically think. And so when I actually sit down though, and I think about that, I'm able to draw more out of him and create a plan that is going to call him to greater responsibility and greater amounts of things that he can take on around the house and in our life to help me out. You know, my youngest, she's six and a half. Well, when my oldest was six and a half, he was doing far 
more than she is required to do at this age. And when I kind of jog my memory about that, because I'm taking the time to sit down and actually think about it, then I'm able to say, hmm, no, I think you can vacuum or you can help with the dishes or you can help pack this bag. You can do all of these things. You can make yourself a very simple breakfast or a very simple lunch. And if she doesn't have those skills right now, then this is a great time to realize that and know that, okay, through the beginning of this summer, I'm going to have to maybe take a couple of weeks to be a little bit more hands-on and teaching her how to do that. So then I have the flexibility in the morning to be able to get through my workday. And as I do that, also reminding my kids, the more you are able to help me, the more you are able to cooperate and keep on board with this, the more likely we are going to be able to go out and do the fun things because I will be able to get the work done that I need to get done to provide for this family, which is really important. So as you're looking at your kid expectations, really looking at where each of your kids are in their current state, be thinking about all of that. Be thinking about their food preparation skills, what kind of chores and things they can be helping out around the house with I think especially in the summer it's that time when like everybody's home and I feel like my house just goes to you know where it's like what happened here but we're all here all the time and people get you know for lack of a better word lazy and they don't clean up after themselves as much and then when they don't clean up one mess and then they don't clean up the next mess after that then you end up living in this insanity and that's another great thing to work into your routine not only just chores for the kids to be doing every day to help with the actual cleaning but making sure you slip in that little thing in the afternoon or the evening where everybody's going to help return the living room to its normal state or help out in the kitchen so that it just doesn't get over overwhelming. It's really easy to come in from the lake or the park or wherever and just start dumping stuff or leave stuff in the car and actually creating a routine around that that everybody knows, okay, when we get home from such and such place, this is what you specifically are required to do. You need to put your towel on the washing machine and your swimsuit needs to go there too. And I want you to go ahead and pack your bag for the next day so that if you need a snack or a water, or a fresh pair of underwear in your to-go bag, which we're going to talk about in a second, that you have them and then tomorrow when we want to go do something or the next day you have everything that you need and that's already figured out. So be thinking about that as you think through some of your kids' expectations. Okay, the next one is food. So we've already hit on this a couple of times so far, but I think that getting a really good grasp on your food in the summer is super helpful because it's really easy when there is a little bit less structure to our days, when things are a little bit more loosey-goosey, to get off on our meal planning and to not stay as true to that as we normally would. And I think of any of the times when we do need to have a better grasp on what what we're feeding our families. It's summer because it is such a big job. We now have three meals a day, plus snacks, plus dessert, if you're going to do dessert, and it can just be so much food and so much preparation time. So the more we're able to create a plan, the better we are going to be able to enjoy all those other things that we want to do and not have to think about the food as much. Now, my kids think it's really fun for me to make them a nice breakfast, and I think they somehow flip into this mode in the summer that's like, oh, well, if I'm home every 
morning, then this is like the weekend when mom will make a nice breakfast. And so I should then therefore get a nice big breakfast every single day of the week that mom makes. Ha <laughs> ha. No, sorry guys, mom still gotta work. And it is not a bad thing. I am not a bad mom to tell them that they need to make themselves breakfast in the morning on the weekdays. We're doing them a favor, guys, when we teach them how to have these skills. And like I said, the first couple of weeks of summer can be refreshing on some of these skills or teaching them for the first time, but I just go ahead and make breakfast as independent as possible for them to be able to do themselves. I give them different options. We've always got different things available. There's eggs if they know how to cook them or they want to learn how to cook them. We've got the toast and the bagels and the English muffins and the oatmeal and the cereal and all of the stuff. They can pick what they want. I have the options, but the important thing to me is that they are independent with it. And then for lunch this year, especially as I have assessed what levels my kids are at, I realized that, you know what, my 15-year-old, he can probably help make lunch for everybody. And it's, again, one of those things where I can have things available that they are capable of sort of making for themselves. Now, some days, there will definitely be those times where I am just bulk making something for everybody. I'll throw together a pot of macaroni and we'll have some veggies and fruit or whatever, and I will do that. But a lot of days I know I am still gonna be working. I'm still gonna be trying to crack through things as quickly as I can so that we can get on with the fun of summer. And so I'm gonna want them to be a little bit more independent with that too. So that means having the sandwich fixings on hand and having different things in the freezer that they can easily make and then teaching them how to do it. I also like to have a stockpile list of of the basic summer dinners that we like to have, the things that can be thrown in a crock pot. So if we do have a day where we're going to be gone, that I know we can come back and have an easy to throw together meal or one that's already been cooking all day. But I also like to have those things that are more fresh and more seasonal but a lot of times I forget in the moment what that list is. And that for me is one of the reasons I really love Plan to Eat. Now, I don't think they are sponsoring this actual episode of the show, but it doesn't even matter because I love Plan to Eat that much. So I'm just going to go ahead and plug them again right now because I like that I can tag things and label them so I know like, oh, this is a meal that I typically make in the summer. And I can go through and I can find those things that I like to have and my kids like to have and they aren't the same as those winter cozy kinds of meals. We're going to be eating a lot more salads. We're going to do tacos. We're going to do pasta salad. We're going to do all of those kinds of things. And I need to remember what those are because I very easily forget. But it's so great for me that it's all in plan to eat so I don't have to recreate that list from scratch every year. I also really love the menu feature. Now, whether you are using plan to eat or you're going to do this on your own, I think that this is a great principle to be using all the time. And you kind of figure out what your weeks generally look like. Now, I know that can have a lot of variables to it throughout the summer, especially. But if you have kind of a grasp on, well, I'm probably going to need this kind of meal on Monday, this kind of meal on Tuesday, something a little bit lighter on Wednesday, Thursday, we're probably going to be out of the house doing something fun. So I need something that's in the crock pot or I can throw in the instant pot. Having that kind of breakdown of what that looks like makes it so much easier to plan. And you can even plan out weeks or even months in advance when you have that grasp on things. Like we are already going to go ahead and implement that every Friday we have pizza when my kids are here. So boom, 
Fridays are planned. I don't have to think about it. I know I'm heading to Papa Murphy's. Done deal. Mondays, we're probably going to be around the house more. That's probably not going to be the day where we're going out and doing a lot with our friends. We've just gotten back from the weekend. And so we're going to be maybe hunkering down here and playing in the neighborhood a little bit more. So I'll probably have a little bit more leeway in the afternoon to be able to make something that's a little bit more involved. So then when I know what those options are, or I even go ahead and make a menu, based on these general things that I know, I can repeat this whole menu again a couple of weeks later and not have to go through all of the work and the effort of having to plan it again. When I have that basis, it makes my life easier. Do the planning once and just repeat it over and over and over again. And then I think it's really helpful with the snacking to have easy options that my kids can access, but that I can kind of keep track of too. We have really been pressing in my house lately because we got a little loosey-goosey about this, but that people actually ask me before they go and just get copious amounts of food out of the fridge or out of the pantry or wherever. They need to just ask me so that I can monitor things because I think that my kids sort of get bored and think they're hungry and they're not actually hungry. <laughs> they just can't find anything better to do. And so that helps by having routines and options of things for them to be able to be playing with or knowing what they need to be doing in the moment. And it also helps having a lot of fun neighbor kids around for them to be able to play with. But if they are getting on this, oh, I need a snack, then me being able to regulate it a little bit better, like, no, we're going to have dinner soon. You don't need to have a snack. I know that's just like basic parenting 101, but it's something that I kind of let slide for a while. So I'm betting that maybe some of you have too. (laughs) So I am just kind of getting us back into that routine of you need to ask mom before you just go grab something and then I can tell them yes or no whether it's a good time but having a lot of snacks on hand that are easily accessible to them having the fruit leather the applesauce the granola bars the cheese the veggies all of those kinds of things I'm trying to get them in the habit of being able to get themselves when they've asked me. And then I don't have to be the one constantly trying to feed them. My job is to just keep up on what is there and make sure that we have it, but not have it be this overwhelming job of food all the time. You know, I was just talking with someone this morning and thinking back to my former days where we made every single, well, by we, I mean, I made every single thing from scratch. Every single dumb thing, practically. And that is exhausting. And when I'm a working mom, I have to be a little bit more realistic about what is possible. And I have fudged on that, I think, a little bit over the years and given myself grace to be like, it's okay if they have a fish cracker. You know, it's okay if they're not homemade and completely perfect and completely clean. If we're doing pretty well most of the time, that's good enough for me. And having some snacks available that are still skewing to the natural side of things, but allowing my kids to have independence and not put extra work on me, I think is a really helpful thing to remember. You guys, I've got a teenager. 
Thank you for your sympathy. In many ways, it's actually been pretty incredible. I love spending time with him and he is so much fun. But one thing that we have had to be dealing with that has not always been a fun subject between the two of us has been his skincare. Because, you know, teenage boys aren't typically really interested in doing a lot for their skin. And that is obviously a big passionate topic of mine. But that has all changed thanks to apostrophe. We now have a skincare plan for my son that he actually initiates himself because he has seen what a difference it has made in his skin. And that means everything to me. It has been so great to take this road with apostrophe because he was really at the point where he needed a little bit more than over-the-counter acne products. And the prescription treatment that apostrophe has provided has worked. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. You simply fill out apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and medical history and then snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. It was so easy and so simple for us to be able to do with him and it didn't have any of the embarrassment of going into an office or having to miss school or any of that. As well as apostrophe treating acne, they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. We had such quick and clear communication with my son's dermatologist. I couldn't believe how quickly they not only responded to us, but got the products to us and really just how simple they've made the whole process so that he can do it himself and feel successful and feel like he looks his best. And I have a special deal for my audience. You can save $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash live well when you use my code live well. This code is only available to my listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash live well and click begin visit. Then use your code live well to sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash live well and use that code live well to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And I just want to thank Apostrophe for sponsoring live well anyway. A lot of the idea behind this planning and this prepping for the year is that you are not putting extra pressure on yourself, that you're getting all of these things figured out and squared away so that you can enjoy the summer too. It is not a time where you are just trying to pack in every single last thing and take on more hobbies and more responsibilities and more make it from scratch and more, 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 more. Be reasonable. That's why we do the brain dump and then we whittle it down and we look at the amount of time and resources we actually have to make those things happen. Don't kill yourself in the summer. Take advantage of it and enjoy yourself. Do the planning so that you can pick up and go to the lake and you can pick up and do fun things with your kids and be enjoyable and not be stressed out all the time. Yes, get some projects done. Get some planning done for the fall. We're going to be talking about all of that, but do this planning so that you can enjoy your life with your family. And one of these things, it's the last thing that I am going to talk about today on this episode, but I think is brilliant. And I just decided to do this year is to have a bag for each of my kids that they are, it's going to be their to go bag. 
during the summer so that at a moment's notice, we can pick up those bags and we can go to the park, we can go to the pool, we can go to the lake, we can go do whatever we want to do, but they have been responsible for making sure that they have what they need in their bag. Now, granted, I'm going to have to check these from time to time and make sure they've done their job. But so many years before, I have been the one trying to make sure that every single person has what they need and then I'm the one packing it around. And that becomes exhausting. And they are old enough now where they can do this. So just so you know, in a coming up episode with me and Katie, we are going to talk about the specific summer products that we most recommend. It's going to be a super fun episode. It's going to be everything from the exact towels that are brilliant that we are going to be taking, the kinds of sunscreen we're using, the self-tanner we're using, the, you know, like all the things. We're going to talk about all of those things in a coming up episode. But right now, I just want to give you like a general idea of what you can do in individual bags for your kids. So what my kids are going to use are those like drawstring kind of athletic backpacks. You know, they're just super lightweight, um, like a Nike little bag that they can wear on their back. And these are the kinds of things that they're each going to be responsible to be carrying themselves. So I'm not carrying 85 bottles of water wherever we go. So there's the first one. They're each going to have their own bottle of water that they make sure is filled and is in there. I'm going to put a list in these bags of everything that they need to have. So if they forget what their bag needs to have, they can quickly look at their list and make sure it's fully packed with everything they need. They're going to be responsible for throwing a couple of snacks in there that are not weather permitting. So nothing that's going to melt or nothing that's going to need to be refrigerated. The kinds of things like granola bar and fruit leather and all that kind of thing that they can just have in their bag. And when they get home from wherever we're at, they get rid of their garbage and they put the next snack in. So the bag is kind of always ready to go. I want to make sure that every night before they go to bed, the bag is filled and ready to go, whether we are planning on going somewhere the next day or not, because we want to be able to take advantage of those last minute opportunities to get together with friends or go to the park or do whatever. And so we are going to make sure that these bags are always filled and always ready. So they will also have a towel. I'm going to tell you about a specific kind of towel that you can fold down really small. They're awesome and they're going to be able to have them in those bags and it's going to be great for them to just be able to pick up and go. I'm going to have each of my kids have at least two bathing suits this summer so that one can always be in that bag ready to go for the next day. This can also apply to rash guards or anything like that that you want your kids to have a hat. There are some great hats that I'm going to be talking about on that upcoming podcast. Any of that sort of thing so that they have what they need to be able to get out the door. Another smart thing is to have have a change of clothes. So shorts, a shirt, underwear, hello, because so many times we will go and end up getting wet somewhere, but then we still have errands we need to run or whatever else. So having that quick change of clothes so they always have something to put on hairbands. Each kid needs to have their own hairbands in their bag. Almost all of my kids at this point require hairbands, even my 15-year-old son, because his hair is so long. And so everybody's got to have their hairbands so that we have everything we need. And then I will still have my beach bag that has kind of the, you know, the absolute essentials that if somebody needs them, we've got. It's going to have the little first aid kit. I'm going to talk about a specific one of those because I even have a favorite little 
little first aid kit to have in my summer bag. I'll have the nail clippers. I'll take care of having the sunblock. Um, I will keep detangler with me for my girls and a hairbrush. They may even have hairbrushes in each of their bags, but having a good detangler with us, especially after they've been at like the pool or the lake or wherever, I think that's super helpful. I will have my water and my essentials in my bag, but I will kind of keep those things that everybody can share together in my bag. But each of my kids are going to be responsible for their own stuff as far as what they generally need to be able to get out of the house. And then when even just this little piece of everyone having their bags packed before we go to bed every night so that we have that flexibility with our life, I know it's going to make such a difference and it's going to make our summer so much more fun and so much more spontaneous because we've done the pre-planning and the pre-prep work. Okay, I packed a lot into that episode. I hope I didn't exhaust you. But like I said, if you want specific drill downs on all of this information and you want a Trello board to walk you through this whole process and you want to really get involved in it, come over to Patreon. This is what we're doing right now. We are making sure we are set for summer. And then be sure to check back on the podcast because like I said, Katie and I are going to have that summer products episode so that you can be thinking about everything that you need for summer. And we have got the best of the best. We've been trying out products and figuring things out for a couple of months now. Katie even went to Florida and tested out a lot of these products. So it is going to be a super fun episode that you're going to want to come back for. But I hope that this was really helpful to you. I would love your feedback. I would love to hear what you think of this kind of a planning episode, how you are planning on planning your summer, some of your favorite meals, anything that you have to say about this episode, we would love your feedback on. I would love your feedback on. Make sure to slip into my DMs on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. You can get a hold of me, like I said, on Patreon at patreon.com slash livewelltogether. That is a great place. Once you're in there, you can be in our private Facebook group and have conversations about how you're planning for the summer. We also have a big main Live Well Anyway Facebook group that you can join and start conversations on there. I would just really love to see how this sort of planning could help you or be revolutionary for you this summer. But for right now, that's it for this episode. I hope you have a wonderful week. Katie and I will be back with that really fun products episode next week. And until then, go be bold and gracious.